Hi, this is Alicia Hartley from Call for Convent Reform, and uh, it, this is going to be my last podcast for a while, and probably my last writing on the blog as well. Um, so just a little bit about my personal situation. I'm actually a teacher, so I went back to school, and I'm also um, taking university classes to get my general endorsement for the state of Ohio for fourth and fifth grade. So things are a little insane for me right now and I don't see it ending (laughs) anytime soon. But um, if you ever want to get in contact with me, you can always do that by either filling out the contact form on the Call for Convent Reform website, um, conventreform.wordpress dot com or um, just emailing me at conventreform all one word no capitals conventreform at protonmail.com um, and I will definitely see those emails um, maybe not right away but I will definitely um, look at them at some point so that being said um, I just wanted to kind of have a little podcast, um, wrapping things up for a while since I won't be able to be as active, um, as I would like to be, or as I have been in the past. Um, so, um, I don't have anything to report as such. (laughs) Um, I, I know of one situation where, um, a group of nuns, filled out this form about the whole, um, I think voter rights, a bunch of liberal nuns, um, and just friends sent it to me. And it just shows the wide gap between religious, um, in America. Um, you know, we know we have that gap in the church, um, as it is, but there really is a huge difference. And, um, you know, I, I haven't talked much on this blog or on this podcast about more liberal orders, but I understand that there are, uh, more liberal orders where things do happen. And I've, I've heard stories myself, even when I was in the convent of some more liberal orders, not being very kind to their sisters. So it definitely happens. Um, I think in a lot of regards, those women have more, have more freedom and, and, um, space, um, than the ones that are in convents that are basically micromanaging women's lives. Um, but, um, there are definitely, um, things that need to be improved in both and, you know, not getting into the whole, whether they follow the magisterium, because that's a big, um, that's a big issue that I, I, I can't get into right now. And, um, you know, we've talked a lot on this, on this podcast and on the blog about, you know, there's usually this, 
easy distinction given to religious orders. Either they're good or they're bad, right? Either they're good and they're following the magisterium of the church and, oh, by the way, they're wearing a habit or they're a bad order and um, they're not following the magisterium of the church. Some of these orders are, you know, actually at rallies um, where they're also calling for um, so-called abortion rights, uh, which is completely against the Catholic faith. And, oh, by the way, they're not in a habit. So it, it, it becomes, you know, basically you can tell us a, a good order by whether they're in a habit or not. And if they're a really good order, some might say they're in a really long habit, which is ludicrous. That's, that's not true whatsoever. So, um, there is just, it's so complicated. Um, and there's a lot of history and, um, at one point I do want to go through the history because, um, I think that has a lot to do with some of the issues in religious life. And I, I think it sheds some light, um, on what has, what has happened. Um, especially the chaos that reigned in the 60s, early 70s. Um, there were some really bizarre things happening in religious orders at that time. So um, I would like to eventually sit down and do a podcast on that with, with the resources I, I have read. Um, and I've done some of that work, but it requires a little more work until I can really do justice to, um, any type of history in that regard, but it does, it does get really sticky and, um, there's just so much chaos and confusion and, um, you know, if you really look into the history, you feel sorry for some of these sisters because they were put in situations that were not good. Um, and, um, that can be, you know, whether they were told to take off the habit and they didn't want to, or, um, their, their community was just crumbling under them as, you know, you know, as they watched everything that was going on, um, and happened very suddenly. Um, so there was, there was a lot that happened and, uh, you know, some of it was very unfortunate. And it does have a role to play in how I think religious life is played out to an extent in the United States, at least in the United States, I don't know about the rest of the world, um, but um, how it's played out now. So, um, so that being said, you know, I, it, there's no denying that there's a lot of confusion in the church right now. Um, if you are in the know with church politics and church news at the moment, um, I'm sure you've heard some of the things that are going on and, you know, I think a lot of us were told those days were over with, um, whether it's with the, um, just the absolute confusion 
after Vatican II or if it was with the sex scandals and um, it's definitely not true. It's an ongoing issue um, and there are still things happening to this very day um, that are scandalous and um, so there's a lot of things going on in the church um, and that includes oh, actually a large portion of that includes the hierarchy and what's happening with priests what's happening with bishops um, and I think that eclipses a lot of other issues that are going on and it is important because if if your authority is corrupt in any regard um, then it does you know sour the whole patch in a way right so um, it, it, it's definitely a big issue but for anyone concerned with religious life and the things that are going on in religious life and how women are being treated um, you know it, it, there's this just this kind of system at play right now where you know no one's really looking that way you know there, there are some some things that are happening um, where women are starting to talk out a little more about being abused in the convent but it, it really hasn't taken any kind of, uh, it hasn't really gained a lot of interest, you know. Um, uh, it's gained some, but for the most part, it's, um, you know, it doesn't make headline news or anything. And um, so that causes an issue, right? Um, especially if you're being sexually abused in a convent or physically abused, you know, I would, I was emotionally, psychologically abused. Um, and they really mess with my head and, um, just were very abusive in regards to just how they managed my life. Um, every detail of it. But, um, for those who are sexually and physically abused, I, I always feel that, that, that's just the worst. I mean, that, that, that takes it to a whole nother level, at least for me, you know, um, um, you know, I, I was never treated that way, but, um, there are, there are cases where people in convents are being either physically abused or they're being, and, or they're being sexually abused. And, um, that, that is just so harmful and so wrong. Um, and not to downplay the psychological abuse that really, especially when it's day to day, every second, you cannot get away from it. You have no break from it. It is, it is very, very damaging to a human person. And it was in my case. So, um, it's just, it's just a big mess. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but it's just a big mess. And you have bishops, 
um, that, you know, don't want to deal with this situation or in the case of people, uh, orders that are under the papacy, you know, it's to, to get through the weeds of going through Rome and making a complaint that that's, that's, it's <laughs> really difficult. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of change that needs to happen. Um, at least ideally for things to change. Um, but, um, there are a lot of things hindering progress because of other issues that are going on in the church. And, um, all, you know, all we can do is get the word out about what's going on and let people know that there are other people that have, have dealt with this and have been in religious life and have been mistreated. Um, and that, that makes all the difference. You know, um, some women I have heard from are saying that, you know, they have had nowhere to go until they, um, learn about my blog or, you know, um, so yeah, it's just the little bit we can do is what we can do. And, you know, any awareness that we can get out there is good. So, um, I do want to say that if you ever have a story, so if you've ever been in a religious life or have had some sort of story of your own, um, you are always free to tell your story, to tell part of your story. You don't have to give your name. Um, so that, that helps too. I, I know it's very difficult for people to share their story, um, for multiple reasons. Um, but it really does a lot of good, um, honestly, for those people that read your story. And, um, you know, I, I've written about my story in the past. Um, I could probably elaborate, but, um, you know, it, it always amazes me that when I have written about my personal story and what I endured, how much it really uh, relates with others who have been through the same, um, situations, you know, and, and it helps to put a name on it because it's, it's hard when you're in that kind of environment, um, and being told that you're in the wrong all the time, um, to start to realize that, you know, one, you're not the only person that's dealt with this and two, just different techniques that were used to, um, use and abuse you. So, um, if you ever, if you're out there and you've been in some sort of situation where you've been in the convent and you have, um, endured, um, mistreatment of some kind, you, you are always free to, and get in contact with me. Um, I, I will, you know, 
you know, we can talk and I, I, you know, I'll just, I usually just read over whatever people want to put and make sure it's not like a lot of, you know, vulgar words or anything. But other than that, you know, if, if you are out there and you ever want to share your story with others, please feel free to contact me and, you know, you can elaborate as much as you want or as much as you don't want. Um, it's very flexible, but, um, you know, it can be difficult, but I'm just saying it, it, it does a lot of good for others. Um, and it, it really is healing to get your own story out and to just, you know, let, let, let yourself know what happened was real. It wasn't just in your head. Um, and just to know that, you know, it wasn't you because a lot of these situations, um, they, the, the parties that be are convincing you that you are doing something wrong when you're not. So, um, just, just please be aware of that. Um, I also want to, to advertise, um, again and again, um, the Maria Grady Network, um, they are, let me see their website, they're a great organization, um, so they were started by, uh, Mr. Miguel Prats and, um, Father Gavin, um, and it is a resource for anyone that has been abused. Um, and it doesn't matter how, but anyone that's been abused can, um, contact them and join one of their meetings. I think all of their meetings are on Zoom right now, so you can pretty much be anywhere, um, anywhere and, and get on a meeting. Um, we have a special group just for religious, um, and former seminarians, former religious and former seminarians called O Mi Yezu. So it's a chapter of Maria Gretti Network. So if you go to Maria, let me see. It's mgretti.org. So M-G-O-R-E-T-T-I dot org. Um, you'll see the main page of the Maria Gretti Network. And then you can go to next meeting info. Um, you can see in-person chapter meetings if you're interested in that. At the very bottom, it says special chapters and... Um, it says Omiye's chapter for former religious and former seminarians is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and if you want to join, um, all you need to do is just contact us at O-M-I-J-E-S-U at M-G-O-R-E-T-T-I dot org. So Omiyezu at M-G-O-R-E-T-T-I dot org. Um, and we will talk to you and get you the password and everything. It's the third Tuesday of every month.
So um, please, if you are interested or if you know someone um, who is interested, who could who could really use this as a resource, um, please contact them and or contact us because um, I'm one of the leaders of it. Um, but also if, if you're just listening and you're just someone who has dealt with any sort of abuse of any kind, um, and you're not a former religious, please check them out because they're just, it's a great organization and that's, that's all they exist for is just to help people who have been in terrible situations, who have been abused and hurt and um, need support. Let me see. This is their, so they're just, their little, I'm looking for a little description. I'm on their website right now. Um, but it says the Maria Grady Network reaches out to all those affected by abuse, to survivors and victims, their families, and those who support a recovery with God's love as a witness in the life of Maria Grady. Um, and then goes on, but, um, that's, that's what it's for. So, um, look into it if, if that could definitely help you. Um, and just the, I'm just putting this thought out there. Um, and you know, I, I'm kind of shocked. I just looked today at my anchor website and I am pretty shocked at how many people have been listening. So thank you so much. Cause I thought, you know, if we have three people listening, that would be great, but, um, we have way more than that. So thank you. Um, so I have been thinking of some sort of mm, rating system. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, some way to kind of give like a review, like a Yelp review <laughs> for different religious orders. Um, and I know there's a lot of women out there that have been all kinds of religious orders. Um, so just let me know what your thoughts are. If you think that would be a great idea, cause I know it's going to take a lot of work. Um, and I could definitely use the help whenever, this would take place. But, um, I, I think, you know, especially to hear from former religious, um, that have been in those communities, um, and, and just to make them accountable, you know, to say, well, um, you know, like some sort of star system. And again, this is, this is, this is a very rough draft of an idea, but, um, let's say, you know, you know, you want to rate them, you know, within five stars of, you know, um, oh goodness, uh, having a good formation program, you know, do they get one star or two? Star? I mean, that's just a thought, but, um, I'm just bouncing that idea out into the InfoWebs, and if anyone has any ideas about that, how to make it work, how this might look, um, let's talk because um, 
I, I think I think people need to be held accountable. Um, and I, I think this has to be made more public and not just some sort of, you know, just talking about it. <laughs> and, you know, like I know someone who was in that order. Let me get them in contact to you. That helps. But I, I you know, I think if we made these communities more accountable for their actions and, and how they treated people, um, I think that in, in and of itself could do a lot of good. You know, they they shouldn't be doing things in the darkness. Um, help me with that scripture quote. <laughs> they shouldn't be doing things in the darkness and not expecting it to come out until light, you know. So, um, and I know there's some sort of scripture verse that <laughs> refers to that. So I, I'm, I'm not a memorizer, but, um, but you know, not, not just to be angry and vengeful and, uh, say, you know, you're a terrible person and we're going to, you know, go on the internet and say terrible things about you. I, 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 it shouldn't be that, but I, I think it, there should be some sort of rating system, you know, so, so others know about these communities and what they're capable of. So, um, yeah, just think about it, pray about it, write me an email if, if you have any thoughts. Um, so anyway, um, please pray for me. I pray for all of you. Um, remember if you want to support me, you can do so by, um, supporting me here on Anchor, or you can also check out my religious goods store, uh, graziaplena.shop. Um, Grazia Plena, like in the Ave Maria. So G-R-A-T-I-A-P-L-E-N-A dot shop. Um, and yeah, just um, thank you all for your support and your kindness. Um, if if anyone has any ideas um, about if, if you want to come on and maybe do an anchor podcast on here and, and tell about your story or um, something like that. I'm totally open to that. Um, uh, this is not just my, my project. Um, I started it for all of you and, and for getting the word out, um, about what's going on in convent. So, um, if you have any ideas, if you would like to see something, uh, if, if you want to be my partner in crime and help with the block, please feel free to contact me right away. And, um, yeah, so, um, God bless you all. Thank you again for all of your support and for listening. Um, I can't imagine people actually listening to this. I thought people would be really bored, but some people are actually listening to it. So God bless you. <laughs> A lot of grace is on you for spending the time listening to these little podcasts. So, um, so again, I will be out for a while just due to a lot of things going on in my personal life, but, um, I will try to maybe put a little blog post up if I can on the blog. I have some friends that send me things and they're like, have you seen this? And, um, sometimes I'll just look at it and put it on the blog so other people can take a look at it and kind of 
um, take what they want from it. So, all right, well, God bless, and um, thank you again for all of your support. Um, you are my prayers. God bless. Bye. Hi, this is Alicia Hartley from Call for Convent Reform, and uh, it, this is going to be my last podcast for a while, and probably my last writing on the blog as well. Um, so just a little bit about my personal situation. I'm actually a teacher, so I went back to school, and I'm also um, taking university classes to get my general endorsement for the state of Ohio for fourth and fifth grade. So things are a little insane for me right now and I don't see it ending <laughs> anytime soon. But um, if you ever want to get in contact with me, you can always do that by either filling out the contact form on the Call for Convent Reform website, um, conventreform.wordpress dot com or um, just emailing me at conventreform all one word no capitals conventreform at protonmail.com um, and I will definitely see those emails um, maybe not right away but I will definitely um, look at them at some point so that being said um, I just wanted to kind of have a little podcast um, wrapping things up for a while since I won't be able to be as active um, as I would like to be or as I have been in the past. Um, so um, I don't have anything to report as such. <laughs> um, I, I know of one situation where um, a group of nuns filled out this form about the whole, um, I think voter rights, a bunch of liberal nuns, um, and just <clears throat> friends sent it to me. And it just shows the wide gap between religious, um, in America. Um, and it, you know, we know we have that gap in the church, um, as it is, but <clears throat> there really is a huge difference. And, um, you know, I, I haven't talked much on this blog or on this podcast about more liberal orders, but I understand that there are, uh, more liberal orders where things do happen. And I've, I've heard stories myself, even when I was in the convent of some more liberal orders, not being very kind to their sisters. So it definitely happens. Um, I think in a lot of regards, those women have more, have more freedom and, and, um, space, um, than the ones that are in convents that are basically micromanaging women's lives. Um, but, um, there are definitely, um, things that need to be improved in both and, you know, not getting into the whole, whether they follow the magisterium, because that's a big, um, that's a big issue that I, I, I can't get into right now. And, um, you know, it, 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 
we've talked a lot on this on this podcast and on the blog about, you know, there's usually this easy distinction given to religious orders. Either they're good or they're bad, right? Either they're good and they're following the magisterium in the church and, oh, by the way, they're wearing a habit or they're a bad order and um, they're not following the magisterium of the church. Some of these orders are, you know, actually at rallies um, where they're also calling for um, so-called abortion rights, uh, which is completely against the Catholic faith. And, oh, by the way, they're not in a habit. So it, it, it becomes, you know, basically you can tell us a, a good order by whether they're in a habit or not. And if they're a really good order, some might say they're in a really long habit, which is ludicrous. That's, that's not true whatsoever. So, um, there is just, it's so complicated. Um, and there's a lot of history and, um, at one point I do want to go through the history because, um, I think that has a lot to do with some of the issues in religious life. And I, I think it sheds some light, um, on what has, what has happened. Um, especially the chaos that reigned in the 60s, early 70s. Um, there were some really bizarre things happening in religious orders at that time. So um, I would like to eventually sit down and do a podcast on that with, with the resources I, I have read. Um, and I've done some of that work, but it requires a little more work until I can really do justice to, um, any type of history in that regard. But it does, it does get really sticky and, um, there's just so much chaos and confusion and, um, you know, if you really look into the history, you feel sorry for some of these sisters because they were put in situations that were not good. Um, and, um, that can be, you know, whether they were told to take off the habit and they didn't want to, or, um, their, their community was just crumbling under them as, you know, you know, as they, watched everything that was going on, um, and happened very suddenly. Um, so there was, there's a lot that happened and, uh, you know, some of it was very unfortunate and it, it does have a role to play in how I think religious life is played out to an extent in the United States, at least in the United States, I don't know about the rest of the world. Um, but, um, how it's played out now. So, um, so that being said, you know, I, it, there's no denying that there's a lot of confusion in the church right now. Um, if you are in the know with church politics and church news at the moment, um, I'm sure you've heard some of the things that are going on and, you know, I think a lot of us were told those days were over with. 
um, whether it's with the um, just the absolute confusion after Vatican II or if it was with the sex scandals and um, it's definitely not true. It's an ongoing issue um, and there are still things happening to this very day um, that are scandalous and um, so there's a lot of things going on in the church um, and that includes oh, actually a large portion of that includes the hierarchy and what's happening with priests what's happening with bishops um, and I think that eclipses a lot of other issues that are going on and it is important because if if your authority is corrupt in any regard um, then it does you know sour the whole patch in a way right so um, it, it, it's definitely a big issue but for anyone concerned with religious life and the things that are going on in religious life and how women are being treated um, you know it, it, there's this just this kind of system at play right now where you know no one's really looking that way you know there, there are some some things that are happening um, where women are starting to talk out a little more about being abused in the convent but it, it really hasn't taken any kind of uh, it hasn't really gained a lot of interest you know um, uh, it's gained some but for the most part it's um, you know it doesn't make headline news or anything and um, so that causes an issue right um, especially if you're being sexually abused in a convent or physically abused you know I would I was emotionally psychologically abused um, and they really mess with my head and um, just were very abusive in regards to just how they managed my life um, every detail of it but um, for those who are sexually and physically abused I, I always feel that that that's just the worst I mean that 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 takes it to a whole nother level well, that, at least for me you know um, um, you know I I was never treated that way but um, there are there are cases where people in convents are being either physically abused or they're being and or they're being sexually abused and um, that that is just so harmful and so wrong um, and not to downplay the psychological abuse that really especially when it's day to day every second you cannot get away from it you have no break from it it is it is very very damaging to a human person and it was in my case so um, 
it's just it's just a big mess <laughs> I don't know how else to put it but it's just a big mess and you have bishops um, that you know don't want to deal with this situation or in the case of papal uh, orders that are under the papacy you know it's to, to get through the weeds of going through Rome and making a complaint that that's that's it's <laughs> really difficult um, so there's a lot of a lot of change that needs to happen um, at least ideally for things to change um, but um, there are a lot of things hindering progress because of other issues that are going on in the church and um, all, you know all we can do is get the word out about what's going on and let people know that there are other people that have have dealt with this and have been in religious life and have been mistreated um, and that that makes all the difference you know um, some women I have heard from are saying that you know they have had nowhere to go until they um, learn about my blog or you know um, so yeah it's just the little bit we can do is what we can do and you know any awareness that we can get out there is good so um, I do want to say that if you ever have a story, so if you've ever been in a religious life or have had some sort of story of your own, um, you are always free to tell your story, to tell part of your story. You don't have to give your name. Um, so that, that helps too. I, I know it's very difficult for people to share their story um, for multiple reasons um, but it really does a lot of good um, honestly for those people that read your story and um, you know I, I've written about my story in the past um, I could probably elaborate but um, you know it, it always amazes me that when I have written about my personal story and what I endured, how much it really uh, relates with others who have been through the same um, situations, you know, and, and it helps to put a name on it because it's, it's hard when you're in that kind of environment um, and being told that you're in the wrong all the time, um, to start to realize that, you know, one, you're not the only person that's dealt with this and two, just the different techniques that were used to, um, use and abuse you. So, um, if you ever, if you're out there and you've been in some sort of situation where you've been in the convent and you have um, endured um, mistreatment of some kind, you you are always free 
to get in contact with me, um, I, I will, you know, you know, we can talk and I, I, you know, I'll just, I usually just read over whatever people want to put and make sure it's not like a lot of, you know, vulgar words or anything. But other than that, you know, if, if you are out there and you ever want to share your story with others, please feel free to contact me and, you know, you can elaborate as much as you want or as much as you don't want. Um, it's very flexible, but, um, you know, it can be difficult, but I'm just saying it, it, it does a lot of good for others. Um, and it, it really is healing to get your own story out and to just, you know, let, let, let yourself know what happened was real. It wasn't just in your head. Um, and just to know that, you know, it wasn't you because a lot of these situations, um, they, the, the parties that be are convincing you that you are doing something wrong when you're not. So, um, just, just please be aware of that. Um, I also want to, to advertise, um, again and again, um, the Maria Grady network, um, they are, let me see their website. They're a great organization. Um, so they were started by, uh, Mr. Miguel Pratt's and, um, Father Gavin, um, and it is a resource for anyone that has been abused. Um, and it doesn't matter how, but anyone that's been abused can, um, contact them and join one of their meetings. I think all of their meetings are on Zoom right now, so you can pretty much be anywhere, um, anywhere and, and get on a meeting. Um, we have a special group just for religious, um, and former seminarians, former religious and former seminarians called O Mi Yezu. So it's a chapter of Maria Gradium Network. So if you go to Maria, let me see. It's mgretti.org. So M-G-O-R-E-T-T-I dot org. Um, you'll see the main page of the Maria Gretti Network. And then you can go to next meeting info. Um, you can see in-person chapter meetings if you're interested in that. At the very bottom, it says special chapters and... Um, it says Omiye's chapter for former religious and former seminarians is at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Um, and if you want to join, um, all you need to do is just contact us at O-M-I-J-E-S-U at M-G-O-R-E-T-T-I dot org. So Omiyezu at mgoretti dot org. Um, and we will 
talk to you and get you the password and everything. It's the third Tuesday of every month. So um, please, if you are interested or if you know someone um, who is interested, who could, who could really use this as a resource, um, please contact them and or contact us because um, I'm one of the leaders of it. Um, but also if, if you're just listening and you're just someone who has dealt with any sort of abuse of any kind, um, and you're not a former religious, please check them out because they're just, it's a great organization and that's, that's all they exist for is just to help people who have been in terrible situations, who have been abused and hurt and um, need support. Let me see. This is their, so they're just, they're little, I'm looking for a little description. I'm on their website right now. Um, but it says the Maria Grady Network reaches out to all those affected by abuse, to survivors and victims, their families, and those who support a recovery with God's love as a witness in the life of Maria Grady. Um, and then goes on, but, um, that's, that's what it's for. So, um, look into it if, if that could definitely help you. Um, and just the, I'm just putting this thought out there. Um, and you know, I, I'm kind of shocked. I just looked today at my anchor website and I am pretty shocked at how many people have been listening. So thank you so much. Cause I thought, you know, if we have three people listening, that would be great, but, um, we have way more than that. So thank you. Um, so I have been thinking of some sort of mm, rating system. I don't know if that's the right word, but, um, some way to kind of give like a review, like a Yelp free review <laughs> for different religious orders. Um, and I know there's a lot of women out there that have been all kinds of religious orders. Um, so just let me know what your thoughts are. If you think that would be a great idea, cause I know it's going to take a lot of work. Um, and I could definitely use the help whenever this would take place. But, um, I, I think, you know, especially to hear from former religious, um, that have been in those communities, um, and, and just to make them accountable, you know, to say, well, um, you know, like some sort of star system. And again, this is, this is, this is a very rough draft of an idea, but, um, let's say, you know, you know, you want to rate them, you know, within five stars of, you know, um, oh goodness, uh, having a good formation program, you know, do they get one star or two? Star? I mean, that's just a thought, but, um, I'm just bouncing that idea out into the info webs. And if anyone has any ideas about that, how to make it work, how 
this might look. Um, let's talk because um, I, I think I think people need to be held accountable. Um, and I, I think this has to be made more public and not just some sort of, you know, just talking about it <laughs> and you know like I know someone who was in that order let me get them in contact to you that helps but I I you know I think if we made these communities more accountable for their actions and and how they treated people um, I think that and in, in and of itself could do a lot of good you know they they shouldn't be doing things in the darkness um, help me with that scripture quote. <laughs> they shouldn't be doing things in the darkness and not expecting it to come out until light, you know. So, um, and I know there's some sort of scripture verse that <laughs> refers to that. So I, I'm, I'm not a memorizer, but, um, but, you know, not, not just to be angry and vengeful and, uh, say, you know, you're a terrible person and we're going to, you know, go on the internet and say terrible things about you. I, 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 it shouldn't be that, but I, I think it, there should be some sort of rating system, you know, so, so others know about these communities and what they're capable of. So, um, yeah, just think about it, pray about it, write me an email if, if you have any thoughts. Um, so anyway, um, please pray for me. I pray for all of you. Um, remember, if you want to support me, you can do so by um, supporting me here on Anchor, or you can also check out my religious goods store, uh, graziaplena.shop. Um, graziaplena, like in the Ave Maria. So G-R-A-T-I-A-P-L-E-N-A.shop. Um, and yeah, just, um, thank you all for your support and your kindness. Um, if, if anyone has any ideas, um, about if you, if you want to come on and maybe do an anchor podcast on here and, and tell about your story or, um, something like that, I'm totally open to that. Um, uh, this is not just my my project. Um, I started it for all of you and, and for getting the word out, um, about what's going on in convent. So, um, if you have any ideas, if you would like to see something, uh, if, if you want to be my partner in crime and help with the blog, please feel free to contact me right away. <laughs> and, um, yeah. So, um, God bless you all. Thank you again for all of your support and for listening. Um, I can't imagine people actually listening to this. I thought people would be really bored, but some people are actually listening to it. So God bless you. <laughs> A lot of grace is on you for spending the time listening to these little podcasts. So, um, so again, I will be out for a while just due to, a lot of things going on in my personal life, but, um, I will try to maybe put a little blog post up if I can on the blog. I have some friends that send me things and they're like, have you seen this? And, um, sometimes I'll just 
look at it and put it on the blog so other people can take a look at it and kind of um, take what they want from it. So, all right, well, God bless, and um, thank you again for all of your support. Um, you are my prayers. God bless. Bye.